Welcome to Launch It Girl, where business coach, marketing strategist, and ex-corporate leader, Kenzie Mackis, will show you how to launch, market, and scale a business and brand that feels authentically you, leveraging her proven framework for getting known, seen, and heard online so that you can overcome perfectionism, feelings of imposter syndrome and confusion, and finally launch yourself into a life full of abundance and freedom. Welcome back to another episode of Launch It Girl. I have a really, really special guest with me here today, Nellie Hardin. Nellie is such a dear friend of mine. I have had the pleasure of working with Nellie as a client over the last couple months. I don't know. I just feel like your energy and your personality, I feel like I've known you forever. So I'm so happy to have you here, Nellie. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here with you. <laughs> so good. So Nellie really specializes in homeschooling and virtual learning. And I love this topic. I remember when I first experienced you and your energy, you were at my virtual event in November, just so fun. And you told me what you did. I was like, oh my gosh, like everybody needs to know you, right? Because everybody's found themselves in like situations that they've never navigated before. And I think given the circumstances, a lot of people are stepping into this homeschooling or even virtual learning space. And Nellie is the expert. Like you guys, Nellie is your gal. So we're going to go into some tips, tricks, hacks. If you are someone that has had to either in the past coming up right now, virtual learning or homeschooling. But I think there's going to be some really good nuggets here, especially if you're a mom. But before we go there, Nellie, I want to know, how did you get to here and tell us your entrepreneurial journey? Oh, goodness. So, you know, it's just kind of really funny. I am a girl from the Midwest that ended up in, uh, on the Atlantic coast here. And I knew when I was very young that I was going into marine mammalogy. <laughs> I tell you what, I had that goal and that that mindset when I was in third grade and it lasted me all the way through and I became a marine mammologist. And that is truly how, you know, it all started for me in my career. And when I look at what I'm doing now and what I have done, it's just been kind of funny. But, you know, it was a, it was a dive into helping and, and a passion that I had. But I also learned along that course that I was a marine mammologist for a while. But then, you know, I met my husband early and he's a nine to fiver. And so I went in, <laughs> which whales don't stay on a nine to five schedule. So I went into veterinary work for a few years as well in order to have that schedule. And I learned pretty quick that I was not built for an employee mindset. <laughs> and that was probably the first indication I was having. And I stayed there for many years and I did like what I was doing. I just really I, I had a lot of ideas and my husband and I actually started a company right out of college and we did all the things and it was just, it was really interesting and I didn't think much of it then, but I think I look back on that little company called Little Trade Store of all things and our biggest competition back then, Brace Yourself, was Netflix. And oh Netflix, my gosh, Netflix was a baby. We were a baby. And so that's who we were competing with. Netflix had a little bit more capital than we did. Anyway, it was just really interesting. And uh, long story short, my husband ended up going into heart failure in uh, 2008. And he had a heart surgery in 2010 and everything. And I 
because I really rallied around my family in order to get him out of there. And it's a genetic condition. So I really wanted my kids to avoid this as well. I dove really, really headfirst into health and wellness. And so four years after that, I opened my own health and wellness practice. And so that was probably my next jaunt into entrepreneurship. But during that time, I started just feeling this real big pull to bring my kids home. We had just because of different educational needs uh, for all my kids. I have four kids, my husband and I do, and I'm sure everyone can relate that's listening to this. If you have kids, you know, I, I call them four corners of a square because they couldn't be more different and how you teach one and how you discipline one and how you talk to one. They're all different in how they react and, and process things. So Anyway, I was really feeling like I needed to bring them home. And that was six years ago. And wow. I did. And I dove headlong into homeschooling. And my husband and I, we are like products of public school, never a wink of homeschool in our past. Neither one of us are teachers. We both have you know college educations. But what was amazing about that is I was able to go into homeschooling with a perspective of a parent instead of a per perspective of someone that has learned, you know, and been immersed in something that was taught to them. And I always say, you know, you can't be successful wearing someone else's clothes, right? And so okay. I, I was able to be a teacher to them in the way they needed me to be a teacher, not the way that I was instructed on how to be a teacher to the masses, right? So that's kind of how I got to where I am. And when the need started coming up and I, I just started having so many people emailing me and messaging me and all of this. And I had someone, I was getting a manicure of all things one day and they were like, you know, you really need to do a class on how to homeschool because there's so many lost people right now. And I was like, well, yeah, I guess I could do that. And it started little and it got bigger and bigger and until I was able to launch we possible family learning. So, so good. And then it's like this huge opportunity, right? Every, we, everybody's finding themselves at home with their kids. Uh, I love how the journey has like come together and also know that like you've experimented with different things, right. And you've really allowed yourself to just like enjoy the journey. As soon as you had that key in that, like, I do not have an employer mindset, like, yeah, I can relate, right? You, you realize that. And then it was just a journey from there. And I just love that. There is something that I wanted to make a comment on in, you know, since I've been able to really um, experience you and your family over the last couple of months, what I really admire about you is you truly do lean in. Like I, I just physically feel you leaning in physically, like energetically, emotionally to your family. And, you know, like just for instance, we did this goal setting process with the group, all of my clients, and you did that and you took that process and you did it with your family. And I just like love that about you. And I also love that you're creating a business that's going to allow you to do more of that, right? To continue to be present for your family and continue to homeschool them if that's a choice for you. So it's like having the best of both worlds. So I just, I just really admire that about you. And I think one of the things that the listeners will find here in your expertise, right? When we talk about homeschooling and virtual learning, it's not just about the curriculum, right? It's like, again, this is, this is you teaching me, like, how are you building connection, you know, with your kids and how are you creating a really good experience for them? Because that is not something that parents like naturally 
are skilled to do. So I'm excited to go into that a little bit more, but thank you for sharing your journey. I think that's so beautiful. Nelly, you're like so good at just like jumping in and, and going all in and holding that, that space for possibility. And, and most people don't have that. And I think this is where I see entrepreneurs quote unquote fail or slow down or whatever. Tell me, what is that like to continue to hold the space for that possibility and opportunity without letting the fear consume you? So honestly, I think a big part of it is my dad passed away in his very early twenties, uh, car accident. And I, he passed away when I was one and a half. So I never really truly got to know him, but I've heard so many great stories, you know, and a lot of people have been there too, but I've, in doing that, I've grown up with this mentality of seize the day for lack of a better word. And so I know that life is truly precious and it's truly very short. And I, we're going to do whatever we can in order to do that. There was actually a quote that I was reading this morning and it was from Mary Oliver. And it said, tell me, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? And it so just, it, you know, it hit me and that's how I, that's how I live. Mm. And even with the kids, you know, we own a family company too. Like all six of us, we started it in, in 2018 and, you know, my youngest now is 11. So she was what, eight at the time. And she was an owner of a company. And when you just enable them to live free and live abundantly when they're that young, they grow up with the mindset that they can live free and abundantly and that their ideas matter and that their ideas count. And I, I want to make sure that they know that. And just knowing that every day counts, I want them to know as early as possible that they can make a huge contribution to this world. Mm. And so I think that's really where it comes down to it from, for me. That is so beautiful. It's sort of like, we have to lead by example, right? We want, we want so much for our kiddos. And the best thing that we could give them is the example of what that looks like. And you really are the epitome of that. That was so beautiful. I think it's so hard because you could agree entrepreneurship can be so frustrating, right? Like, so Nellie's gearing up for another launch. And we were just talking about like all the things that go into it even from a technology perspective. And sometimes it's like, you literally just want to throw your computer out the window, right? Like I'm sure you're feeling similar, but it's constantly shifting, right? Holding onto the vision, right? Leading by example. And, and like you said, like really honoring the one life that we have here. So that was so good. Okay. Let's shift gears a little bit. I want to know for our listeners that are moms, whether or not you are in homeschooling, virtual learning, or even if your kids are in school full-time, I think there's going to be a lot of golden nuggets that you can offer them. Give us a little bit more about how your methods, your concept, what is the transformation that you hope to bring to parents? Yeah. So first of all, I have both virtual learning and homeschooling in my home. So I started off homeschooling all four of them and my oldest now virtual learns for high school and I'm still homeschooling the younger three. So I have a foot in both worlds for sure. And they were also 100% schooled at some point. But what we are teaching or in the modules and everything that I'm putting out and the materials I put out are really centered around helping a parent and child 
connect. What I mean by that is so much more than just like a, Hey, how are you? I'm great mom. You know, it's so much more than that. I really look at things as in we as parents are the architects of the beginning of someone else's life. Right. And when you and I, and everyone listening, when we look back on how we make decisions and how we react to things and those gut instincts and those little voices in our head, 99% of the time, most of the time come from that first 18 to 20 years of our life when all of our beliefs and all of our, you know, our groundedness or not groundedness in some cases really stems from. And so that is a responsibility, you know, that if you dive into enough, you start breaking out in hives, <laughs> but we are the builders of the beginning of someone else's life. And if I am building the beginning of someone else's life, they're not just a kid, right? They're an, an adult in the making and they're an adult much longer, you know, prayerfully that than they are a child. And when you're making an adult, I want to give them the strongest foundation I absolutely can in order for them to go out into the world and be independent and be ambitious and be exciting and being kind and respectful and being able to share their ideas and showing up for whatever their passion is and what is, you know, very deep inside of them. And so I want to help parents really make that connection. You know, I, I look at an an arrow. And uh, this is just always, I'm such a visual person. And so, uh, you know, I think of an arrow and there's the dot and then that is connection. And then the, the body of the arrow is the communication and where it's pointing is the clarity. And that's our job as parents is that connection, that communication and clarity, because they're going to go right. They're not living at home forever, most of the time, but they're going to go and they're going to do amazing things. And when my kid graduates from college, I don't, or high school, I don't want to sit there going, Oh gosh, I hope they're okay. You know, I don't want them to, I'm, scared for them. I want it to be, I am so freaking excited for the world to meet this person. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that is the connection that we are building with parent and child to set them up for whatever is going to happen, you know, beyond high school in life. And so we talk about making sure you're communicating on the same level, right? If a parent is communicating here and their kid is communicating here, there's going to be friction when those are sliding back and forth. But if you can get on the same level, and I'm not talking about the same level as far as authority, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if you speak more as, you know, in numbers per se, and the other person speaks more in words and linguistics, then there's going to be shifts there and there's going to be misunderstandings. So if you guys, if you can understand how each other works, then communication opens whole doors that you've never seen before and making sure you have the right tools and the mindset and discipline. So I go into huge, you know, talks on discipline because discipline is often, unfortunately, a product of those misunderstandings, right? But if you can have actual productive discipline and guardrails, it can do wonders to set them up for success. Mm, so good. I think I love that. And I, this is why I love your framework and your teachings because it's so much more and it's what parents need. Because for one, we were created to be their parents not necessarily their teachers, but like there's a gift there, right? That we can really provide. And like you said, we like layer that 
with this opportunity that we get to create them, right? As you said, like adults in the making. So there's so much opportunity there, but it can feel overwhelming because we're adding an extra layer there, right? Like even if a parent's art just feels like they're already struggling with their kid in school, right? But then bringing them home and they're having to play that teacher role. So I think it's looking at this comprehensively, right? It's never just about what you're teaching that, like, like the curriculum, but right. the, the environment that you're allowing that to occur. Tell us more about like this. This is something that my husband and I struggled with when our kids were home was like putting on a teacher hat. Like I know how to be their mom, but I'm not their teacher. Right. And they got frustrated with me because I'm their mom. So <laughs> tell us like, what advice do you have for moms that are playing both of those roles that could really increase their experience or optimize their experience? Yeah. So I think it's really important that everybody be on the same page. And what I mean by that is, especially in this last year, but it's been going on for years and years when people decide to homeschool for whatever reason, the parents decide to homeschool and the kid is just like, okay, I'm being in this direction now. Okay, I'm in this direction now. But no one is ever on the same page with it. And so I really encourage, I mean, sounds funny, but a family meeting about it. And I really encourage a fan. We have this big whiteboard and, you know, I go through and, you know, my husband and I and the, and the girls, we all sit down we're like, okay, so some things are changing, right? And we're having a shift in what our normal behavior was to what it's going to be now. And might I say too, we do this at the beginning of every single semester. So this isn't just something we did six years ago because they're a different person now than they were six months ago, right? And so it's the same reason my husband and I renew our vows every 10 years because we're always different people and we want to make sure that we're committing to who we are at that point, right? And it's the same type of concept. And so we make sure we sit down. We're like, okay, so here are the expectations that we have of you. What questions do you have? Do you have any concerns about that? This goes for any age. If they can talk, they have an opinion, <laughs> right? If they can talk. I know this. My two-year-old has a very large opinion. Right, exactly. And so give them the space to have that opinion. You know, things like, oh, they're just a kid or, oh, they're a teenager. You know, the word teenager isn't even allowed in my house, not because teenager is a bad word, but because there's such this cloud of, oh, you know, angst and this and that and pre-ideas about what a teenager is that I was like, mm, no, they're young adults. But we sit down and we have that conversation. These are the expectations. This is how things are going to change. This is what the new schedule is going to look like. Does anyone have any questions? Anyone have any concerns? And then we set up a, it's a literal list and I call it a behavioral contract because then when they sign it, in their little like three-year-old chicken scratch or you know older as they get older. But then when something happens, two days, five days, you know, two months from then, and you're like, hon, remember, this was the agreement that you and I made, and we're gonna, this is what the consequence is. And they're sure gonna have a fit still. I mean, that's not gonna change, but you are not gonna have to use patience because I tr patience is so connected to emotions and emotions are fickle and you're never going to get anywhere if you base things on you know just emotions, right? But if you have a system in place and that's where this all really comes down to, if you have a system in place, you can lean on the system and be like, 
I'm sorry that you're upset about this. I really am. And I get why you're upset, but you did A and therefore you have consequence C because of it. And we agreed on this. This is a talk we had. It's not new. And this is what's happening. So it takes, it takes your emotions out of the equation. You can still be in, you know, endearing and loving on them, but you don't have to be like, oh, do I do this? What? How exhausting is it? I mean, I have four kids. It is so exhausting to come up with consequences, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so it's much better if there's a system in place and one that they agreed on, you know? So so good. And I think systems are like the answer for everything, right? Like, and I know that's something that you really help your mom set up, especially as homeschoolers or virtual learners in creating that system so that it's flowing, right? There's rhythm and I love rhythm. It eliminates the chaos it eliminates confusion, frustration, all the things. Um, so I think that it's like everything needs a system. That's so genius. Tell me more. I know you have an upcoming launch, which I'm so excited about. And you have this incredible program to offer. Tell us more about that. Okay. The homeschool success blueprint really comes from that whole idea, like I was talking about with the architect, right? And you can have the architect hat and you can put it on, but then what do you need? You need a blueprint. You need to know how to build it. And there are so many curriculums out there and those are great, but that is not what I'm doing. If you really think about it as a curriculum being like the nuts and bolts of what you're doing, but homeschool success blueprint is actually how to build it. It's your instructions on how to build it and what to look out for and how to avoid catastrophes and how to avoid injuries and what to do if one happens, right? It's like the OSHA book, (laughs) but that's what this is all about because you really want to, and I, you know, I have this vision of this house, this huge building and mansion that I'm building of my family. And there's a, you know, a room of laughter and there's a, you know, where you go for the big belly laugh and there's a room of you know condolence and where sadness happens but you comfort them and there's the room of conflict but you go in there and you make sure that it's done and you can move on from there right there's no grudges that are had after that because there's we're people every you know we're all people and there's going to be friction between people but making sure that you can deal with that friction and move on from that friction and you know have a cathartic talk about it is wonderful. And it really opens up the new doors and makes for deeper relationships. And in all of these rooms of this, this house that we're building for our family, that's what I'm helping others do too. So in this course, I really love walking with people through it. And so it is not just a, you know, here you go, go through it on your own. It really drips weekly so that they can take a bite and chew on it. Okay. We're going to chew on it. We're going to see how this works in our family and how the nuances there. And we have a, you know, we have a weekly live talk that we get together as a community and we go through those questions that they might have. And then there's another one. We have seven weeks of that. And then a couple implementation weeks too, but it's really all about making sure that they know the impacts that they're making in being a parent and especially adding that educational architect hat on there. And then making sure that they're speaking the same language back and forth and, and comparing personalities, right? It's fascinating when you dive into personalities. And we just did this as a family recently too. And out of the six of us, two of us are extroverts and it's my husband and my youngest kid. And you're like, yes, 
And then the rest of us are introverts, mm -hmm. uh, introverts. And I'm like, okay, so that's why this happens. And that's why, and it's not a justification by any means, but it's a, it's a pathway toward better understanding, which means better conflict resolution and better relationships, right? And so okay. we really dive into that and the tools, there's gonna to be tools that you need, right? In order to build something. And so we dive into the tools and discipline and the mindset, and especially with multi-age families and that, which can be difficult, right? You're trying to teach and you have a baby on your hip and you know, there's a period of trying to uncondition yourself toward what school was when I was a kid and what it is, you know, a lot now. I'm, I'm not joking. My first year of homeschooling, I really contemplated getting a bell because I was like, that's what you do after a course or after a subject's done. And then there's like four minutes and then you bring the bell and they sit down again. I was like, oh my gosh, I think back and I just kind of laughed myself, but it was so true. Funny. I was very conditioned, you know? Yeah. So yeah, and walking, walking them through this and just seeing those successes happen in the small moments that add up to such big moments. It's, it's a beautiful thing. I'm, I just can't wait to do it. So oh my gosh, it's gonna be so good. So tell us about who this program is for, right? If we're thinking about the person that's struggling with certain things, call them out, let them know that this would be a, a perfect thing for them. Describe the mom that would be a perfect fit for the program. I have a homeschool program that is coming up soon. And that is going to be for either the person that's really, really thinking about homeschooling, the new homeschooler, or it's going to be for the person that is a veteran homeschooler and has been going along and you know making the moves and doing it, but isn't quite seeing the success that they were hoping to see. And I don't mean success by an A on a paper. They could have an A on a paper, but there's still, there's this, there is this lack of connection there, or there's something in the way of what is happening that isn't fulfilling what they wanted to see in their homeschool. So that is for the homeschool program. And I also do have a virtual learning program coming out in a few weeks. And that one is for the person that this is a very temporary thing. I'm getting them back in as soon as I can, but I also need some help right now, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I need to have some a connection right now. I'm I'm struggling with what to do. I have nine Zoom meetings they're supposed to be in at the same time. I don't know what to do. So that's for them. So I really have one coming for both. And like I said, I have my foot in both of those areas. So I can really relate and teach to the concerns that people are having right there. But both of them really come back to that center of, building your child. And let's face it, it's also yourself, right? We as adults, we're not done growing. We're not done becoming the best version of ourselves. And the best version of ourselves today is going to be different than it is 10 years from now or 10 days from now, frankly. And so it is a growth experience for both parent and child and the whole family as a whole when you step back and you're like, wow, like we did that as a family. That is so amazing. Whether everyone is homeschooling or virtual learning or just one of them, it still changes the dynamic of the whole family when that is, is happening, especially if, you know, there's a support person in the home and things like that for the homeschool. So oh my gosh. So good. You are going to impact so many lives with your expertise and your zone of genius and your energy. I'm just like, ugh, I'm just so in awe of you and what you have to offer. This is so needed right now, right? And in the way that you really deliver it, because I think too often we skip over the most, you know, fundamental principles of, like you said, mindset, discipline, connection, communication, right? Like those are 
so important. And you just get to build on that with the strategies, the tools, right? So I love that. So honored um, to know you. How can people find you if they want to connect with you on social? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So on Instagram, it's just Nellie Harden. And then on Facebook, we are the Homeschool Success Essentials Facebook group. And I love that community. And then NellieHarden.com. And that is where you can find me. So good. I'll link all those links up for the listeners so they can easily find you. I love your Facebook group. Again, if you just want like tips, tricks, hacks, you're finding yourself in a flurry of chaos. You can find all the goodness there in that free Facebook group, right? You're like totally serving up, dishing up some really good stuff. So Nellie, gosh, so good to have you here. What a gift. I'm so honored to be a part of your journey. I just love your heart. What a fun combo. And thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I love having you be a part of this journey too. (laughs) Great. See you girl. Bye. If you liked what you heard today and want to continue the conversation, join us in the Facebook community. Just go to launchitgirlpodcast.com. Can't wait to see you in there.